Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC, the show for young Christian business guys about young Christian business guys. We talk sports, we talk business, but most importantly, we talk about Jesus. Today is June 16th, 2020. I am John Harrison, your host. As a community, we are unapologetically Christian, unapologetically business guys, and unapologetically open and vulnerable about our lives, the challenges we face, and the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We believe in spiritual mentorship, a.k.a. discipleship, learning what it means and what it looks like to follow Jesus from another man. We believe in the power of peer groups, surrounding yourself with others who are growing and will help you grow into the man that God designed you to be. So today, June 16th, I'm super excited about the young Christian business guy I have on the show today. Um, I am joined by a guy who I've gotten to know. He's a little bit younger than me, but it's amazing to see what God has done in his life. And it's amazing to see the drive and encouragement that he has being in the business world. And I'm excited to talk a little bit about his business journey, his faith journey, and let's go. So without further ado, welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast, Justin Adams. Justin, so excited to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Excited to be here. Yeah, for some of our audio listeners out there that can't see the video screen right now, Justin is probably one of the most handsome people that I have in my sphere of influence. I'm just grateful to have him on right now. His He's got a clean cut beard. The hair looks great. When's your last time you got a haircut? Because I know that's been a challenge here during quarantine. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, my brother-in-law's girlfriend actually cut it during COVID. But other than, so, that, other than that, you haven't been to your barber that is so skilled. Nope, I have not, but I need to. Need yeah. to get back there. <laughs> so, Justin, tell our viewers, tell us about yourself, personally, professionally, fill us in. Yeah, I have been married for almost a year come end of July uh, to my beautiful wife, Megan Adams. And I grew up in Roseville, I've just been in Minnesota, living in Minnesota my whole life. And um, working at United Health Group. That's great. Marriage is amazing, isn't it? How long yeah. has it been? Almost a year? Yep. July, July 27th will be one year. So time's right. flown by. Yeah. Make sure you put an Outlook calendar invite recurring. Um, so that would maybe even do it on the 26th so that it's not the day of. So you remember something to do in the morning of. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, you know, why don't we just talk about marriage for a second? I'm coming up on four years here, August 13th. And the way that it's been described to me that I like to describe it is marriage brings about the greatest capacity for joy and pleasure, but it also brings about the greatest capacity for challenge. So with great opportunity for joy and pleasure also comes about great challenge. Could you maybe reflect back as you're coming up on one year of marriage and maybe share a thought or two of something that marriage has surprised you in a positive way? Yeah, uh, I'd be happy to. I think, well, one of the things that really helped has helped us kind of move along this whole or the last 10 months without really any big bites is just keeping up with a, a marriage journal and checking in weekly uh, on any anything that's going on and wins and losses for the week, um, any unconfessed sin or hurt that's going on. Um, but I think really the biggest thing that I probably learned is just to be 
better at communication, mm. uh, which has turned out to be great in marriage as well as just in business and in relationships in general. Uh, it's been a valuable tool that marriage has brought out. Mm. Well, you just nonchalantly dropped an atomic bomb of marriage truth there that I've been married almost four years, whatever that is, 1,200 days, and I've never considered the idea of a marriage journal. So I'm not just going to, I'm not going to gloss over that. We're going to stop and unpack that for a minute because a lot of the young Christian business guys are either um, single, wanting to be married, either engaged, potentially going to be married soon, or they've been recently married or, or married for 10 years. And I think this idea of a marriage journal checking in weekly on wins and losses, can you just take a deeper dive into what that looks like in a practical standpoint? Yeah, for sure. Um, First of all, I give all the credit to Megan because she came across it and bought it and we started doing it. Uh, but basically every Sunday uh, we'd check in, we kind of fell off track during COVID um, and then a lot of different things going on, but we're hoping to get get that going again. But basically um, what went great this week? What wasn't so great? Um, what can I be praying for you this coming week? What's What's going on in your calendar? Uh, what's your schedule like this week? Uh, when can we can we do a date night? Um, is there any unconfessed sin or hurt that you want to talk about right now? Uh, maybe I did something during the week, or I haven't been doing a good job of cleaning the house, um, and we just want to basically realign and say. And then the last one being, what's one thing I can do for you this week? And I think that's a great one to just if it is say dishes, making sure that by the end of the night, all the dishes are in the dishwasher or just something, one practical thing each week that uh, you can do to really show love and affection for one another in just different ways. Mm. You know, I'm sorry, I'm sitting here. My pen's going to run out of ink because I'm having to fill up my whole page with our first content uh, or our first concept that we <laughs> dug up here. So I love that. What went great this week? What didn't go so great? Uh, what's your schedule look like? Maybe some unconfessed sin or hurt. Hey, hey, this mm -hmm. is something that you did that I maybe didn't share with you enough that we treated, you know, really hurt my feelings. Uh, you know, or what's the, not or, in addition, what's one thing I can do for you this week? Man, mm -hmm. that just, what comes to mind for me is this idea that conflict arises from unmet expectations, right? And un mm -hmm. the reason expectations are often unmet is because they're not communicated. And so you bring up such a good point here is just alignment and communication and then being able to execute on that. So I just, that's super encouraging to me in your first year of marriage. I Now it makes sense why you and Megan are just flourishing. That makes total sense. I get it. That's great. Okay, so- <laughs> Before I just harp on that for another hour and a half, let's transition a little bit. So a lot of the guys I've had on this show, entrepreneurial, kind of run their own businesses, but I'm fascinated by you because you're one of the, the guys that I know that is working for a Fortune 10 company in United Health Group um, based here locally in, in Minneapolis. Can you talk to me a little bit about how long you've been with United Health Group, what your role is there specifically, and then a little bit of the transition that's taken place internally for you? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I've been with United Health Group, uh, specifically, I was with Optum for the last four and a half years. And um, yeah, five or five years coming up next week, actually, 
I've been with United Health Group. And recently I've really been within product for most of the most of my time here, focusing on as a agile product owner, uh, working in product management. And uh, recently I had the great opportunity to join a, a startup that formed within the UHG Ventures division. It's called Level Two, uh, which I had just joined about officially about a week ago. But I've been working on working as a part of Level Two since the beginning of the year. And so, really, how that works is UHG Ventures has decided to spin this program up as a startup and kind of push it out external from UHG. So that it's able to operate independently and uh, grow. Mm. And I guess as I'm working for level two, I'm a technical product owner, uh, really focused on the overall user experience across the entire program. Mm. One thing that I think is fascinating about working for a large company like that, especially I was, <laughs> my wife was making fun of me yesterday because I was looking through the fortune 500 list and I, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I just really enjoy it. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, it was literally like last night I'm scrolling through looking at companies, revenues and profits. And by the way, everyone thinks Amazon is huge. They're number two on the list at 283 billion in revenue. Walmart mm. is number one at like 525 billion. So yeah. $250 billion away still Amazon has to catch Walmart. That's a side note. Sorry about that. You get some of those things tuning into the Young Christian Business Guy. Anyway, going back to it, I think it's fascinating working for United Health Group, which is a Fortune 10 company, right? Huge, massive. What are some opportunities that have been presented to you from a learning perspective or an acceleration of your professional life perspective that you've gotten from working at around such high-level individuals that come together in such large groups to basically change the world and the landscape of the healthcare industry. Yeah, it's, it's been really great as far as being able to really accelerate my learning and have the chance to take on different opportunities. Um, I think one of the, one of the things that I do really enjoy is, is that aspect of, of actually working here and, um, when new opportunities arise, if you if you um, are the one to really jump out and say that can I can I jump on or can I take this opportunity and run with it, and it all comes down to having the right bosses, really um, having the right boss to empower you to to take ownership of something, and one year have a company of I think 330,000 plus employees uh, there's definitely no shortage of opportunities and projects going on to hope that was no, I'm still here. You're breaking up a little bit, but I'm listening hey, to you. Go. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, oh. but I got you. Yeah, I got you. So to summarize, can you hear, Can you still hear me okay? 
Yep. Nagging, awesome. Yeah. So to summarize, you said, you know, when, well, there's 330,000, something somewhere around in employees, there's no shortage of opportunities. I think about this term of talent mobility, but you also talked about this concept of being empowered by your boss, your manager, your supervisor, and being able to have that. But that's one mm-hmm. aspect of working for a fortune 10 fortune hundred company is you could be doing something totally different, but yet building off your experience and and, and be in a different division, a different opportunity. And so that's really neat. I see with people building careers at companies like that and the opportunities that that are available to them. So that's great. I've seen you live that out. I know that you have a passion for what you do. And um, especially we've talked a little bit about how applicable what you've been working on is to today's environment from a healthcare perspective. Mm-hmm. And so that's really awesome to be not just necessarily on the front lines, but in the back end of the front lines, if that makes sense. So working on the technology, working on different programs that are literally affecting the lives of, of people from a health perspective. So that's it's it's great. I appreciate you sharing that. So one thing, Justin, that I want to touch on briefly is we've had the opportunity to spend time together. There's some alignment in our stories and that I would say we tried to do life on our own. And we found that a lot of things that we were pursuing were maybe fleeting joy and we're turning what I would call an empty well. So you keep sticking your bucket down there, hoping to bring up water and it, it just returns void. But we have found that a relationship with the Lord, although not easy at some points in time, is super fulfilling and and brings about some great joy. And mm-hmm. so wondering if you could talk a little bit about um, kind of some spiritual disciplines in your life that as you have really come to have a relationship with the Lord, um, some things in your life that have become a part of your daily routine that are bearing fruit or AKA bringing about some positive things in your life. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even just to kind of touch on what you were saying, that 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 void um, on those paths that we were on before we found Christ, really, uh, I'm reading a book right now, The Pursuit of God, and it's uh, chapter one, just finished it this week, and really touches on the, the, the concept that, I mean, God chose us first, and he felt he put something in us before we, before we even knew him. And so I think that was, that really just hit home. Um, when, as I was reading that and thinking about really before I dove into my faith and started pursuing God, I had that, that emptiness that was there that I was searching for and in whatever it was of this world. And, um, it wasn't until I found God that I realized what it was. Um, but yeah, as far as really, um, disciplines that I've been practicing, I would say one of the biggest is really just getting, getting in the word every morning and then also being around having a, a community of other fellow believers to help hold you accountable. I think, uh, I was in a, Bible group last night, and we were really talking about this point. And I think about but during COVID, and when we were all locked in our in our rooms and in our apartments and our homes, uh, that sense of community. Uh, whether I mean, we had Zoom, but for the most part, that sense of community really just started to kind of disappear. And it wasn't really until like last night when I was surrounded outside with 
with a bunch of guys kind of die. Yeah. Having people to hold you accountable really uh, helps you to keep that, that pursuit going. Mm. And cause it's not good for a man to be alone and you need to, you need to be around other believers to be able to encourage one another. Mm. That's such a great way to describe it, Justin. And you teed it up so well because here at the Young Christian Business Guy, we believe in the power of discipleship and the power of peer groups. I think that's a simplistic message that we can preach in the power of discipleship and the power of peer groups. And you talk about mm-hmm. this community around you. And I wrote this down because accountability will fuel your pursuit. Accountability mm-hmm. will fuel your pursuit. And it's not always easy. It's not always, uh, it's not always uh, comfortable. And to, to repeat Kendall Cohen's who I had on this show a couple weeks ago, he said, do not make comfort an idol. And I think mm-hmm. about that because being in accountable relationships and community can bring about great joy, but can also bring up, bring up some discomfort. But growth happens in those times of discomfort. So I just, I appreciate you sharing that because it's so powerful in all of our lives, but obviously apparent in your life. And I know selfishly, I'm excited to get back to that in-person community in the coming weeks as things start to open back up. So I just wonder if you would touch a little bit because you recently in the last uh, few months, you had had kind of stepped up and you said, you know, you reached out to me and you said, John, I I really want to get into a a next level relationship from a discipleship perspective. And I know that's been fairly new in your life, but can you share a few thoughts on the value that that discipleship relationship has brought to you in a short amount of time and what you're excited about in that relationship moving forward? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, through CBMC, uh, John actually helped me to get paired up with a mentor, David Myers, and really be able to uh, dive into Operation Timothy, which has been just awesome. I think we're maybe a quarter of the way through chapter three. Uh, there's a lot of content in there. And really just the, I think the first few times that we've met were over Zoom because we couldn't actually be in person, uh, but really being able to get to know one another, um, hear, hear each other's stories, testimonies, um, as well as be able to start asking, asking questions about life, about uh, the Bible, um, really understanding, really kind of understanding or asking thought-provoking questions that mm. I haven't. Uh, I've been a Christian now for about a, like a year and a half. Um, so just these questions that I haven't experienced yet or had had even thought about um, really being able to learn more. And um, I'm just super excited to continue to, to grow and continue to learn and uh, really be able to return, return the favor and start to disciple myself uh, or disciple others. Um, but be able to take what I learned from David and, just continue to grow the kingdom. Boom. (laughs) Yes. Spiritual reproduction. I love it. And so I'm so excited that you're getting to spend time with David and, and process through you, you, you said process. That's the greatest thing is that you get to ask questions. You get to be in a relationship where you can process through the tough things. Faith Mm -hmm. is not the absence of doubt, but it's the processing of our doubt. There's still things that I struggle with so much. My ment, my, my little pea brain cannot wrap my head around 
concept and having a person who's further along, who's had more trips around the sun, who's studied the scriptures more, can sit down with me and say, okay, John, well, let's look look at that. Let's process through that. And then you mentioned Operation Timothy, which provides an amazing track to run on, an amazing mm-hmm. track. So I'm so excited for your relationship with David. And then, as you said, to continue to take it on second Timothy two to the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will be qualified to teach others also. So really taking it generationally and continuing mm-hmm. the process of spiritual reproduction. Thanks for sharing that, Justin. So I want to I want to close today with a verse of the day, which is Romans 8, 28. And it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purposes. Justin, what are your thoughts on this verse and what does it mean to you? Yeah, this is a, this is a great verse. Uh, I, it really, even before, before I became a Christian, um, funny enough, it actually came from a, a show entourage. Um, but one of the leading cast members, he'd always say, it'll work out, it always does. And that was kind of my mantra. It's, it'll work out, it always does, without really any thought to why or mm-hmm. <laughs> consideration or um, thanksgiving to who actually makes it all work out. And then shortly after really diving in, um, someone showed me this verse and it really just struck a chord with me. And I kind of realized that like, it works out because I have, because God is there. He, he's here to like, even through all the stuff that's going on right now, he's got a plan. And if we just lean into him more and trust that this is all part of his plan and the things that he has for us, mm. there's nothing. Hallelujah. 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 Justin. I love that. So final question. And then we're going to wrap up. I just have, have loved having you on here. What would you say, not only to your former self, to yourself that maybe, you know, you had that emptiness, you had that void. We've often heard heard it described as maybe a a God-shaped void in your heart or a cross-shaped void. And there was only one thing that could fill it. I want you to think about if you were sitting across the table, not just from your younger self, Okay, but from someone who's saying, man, I have that emptiness, but maybe they haven't realized it yet. What's Mm. one thing that you would say to that person about what your relationship with God and following Christ has meant to you that you didn't know before you started following Christ? There's a lot of things I would say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think probably one of the, the biggest things is just that, like, that Jesus is the the thing that's going to fill your heart. Like he's going to fill that emptiness inside and um, that you may not know everything <laughs> right now. You may not fully understand, but uh, to dive in and just, I think being curious, be curious and open-minded. Uh, Cause if you don't fully believe you gotta have, you gotta be able to lean on and understand, listen to what others are saying. Boom. I love it. If this microphone was handheld, I would (laughs) hand it to you through the screen and have you drop it. Jesus will fill that void. Even if you don't know everything, 
be curious, mm-hmm. take that one step next, that one next step closer to a relationship with him. Justin, this has been awesome having you on. Thank you for all that you shared. Uh, it was a fast 25 minutes. Um, I'm just yeah. so grateful for you in my life. You're an encouragement to me. I learned so much from you in this short amount of time, even with the marriage journal. I'm encouraged by that, but I'm also not excited to start something new, but I'm feeling <laughs> to start something new. So I love you, dude. I'm so happy to have had you on. Have an awesome rest of your day. Congratulations on the new role with Level 2, and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Love you, John. Talk to you. Oh, man, that was a powerful 25 minutes. That was super powerful. As I mentioned, I was starting to recap there. He brought up this idea of a marriage journal, a marriage journal. I can't even hardly keep my own personal journal, but now I feel convicted that I have to start a marriage journal. But I know because when I'm around Justin and Megan, man, they are just a flourishing young couple. But again, a theme that comes up time and time again on this show is intentionality. They are living life by design. They're checking in on Sundays with each other. What does your schedule look like? What went great last week? What didn't go so great? Do we have any unconfessed sin or hurt? Uh, was there anything that I did to you that, that maybe hurt your feelings? Um, what's one thing I can do for you this week? What a powerful question to continue to grow deeper in our marriages as young Christian business guys. Um, I loved talking with Justin about what he's doing professionally. I think it's such a great message. As young guys, we're so almost like pushed or encouraged to go start our own company or to go build something. But in reality, there is amazing opportunity at, at large, large companies to be build an amazing career where you get different experiences, different departments, get to work around some some of the, the most highly qualified, highly skilled leaders. And I think that's a great message is that as Justin's building his career with that company, and now he has this opportunity to be a part of an internal startup to young Christian business guys, that you don't have to always go start your own thing. You don't have to be super entrepreneurial, that in fact, that can take place inside of a company um, of hundreds of thousands of employees, and you can you can do great things as well. He then talked about this idea of a community of fellow believers that will hold him accountable. And I wrote this down, accountability will fuel your pursuit. Accountability will fuel your pursuit. It's not always easy. It's not always comfortable, but it's going to bring about some positive change. And then he communicated how much the discipleship relationship has meant to him in the last couple of weeks. Uh, last few months, I believe they've just gotten started in this idea that you have a relationship you can process through the, your, your questions. You can be in relationship with someone. You can dig into the scriptures. You can, you can dig into, um, is the Bible credible? You can be in relationship and constantly learning this process. And then he talked about this void that he had, this emptiness. And then if he was sitting across the table from his younger self, he would say, Jesus will fill that void. Jesus will fill that void. So I just have loved having Justin in my life. I'm so grateful that we got him on the show today. So June 16th, 2020, I am John Harrison, your host. We finished with Romans 8.28. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purposes. And as Justin so profoundly quoted, probably Vinny Chase from Entourage, I'm not sure, stuff will work out. It always does. But we know that it's because of God will work it out for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purposes. So as we wrap up today, if you want to get engaged, if you're watching this or listening to this, our job here at the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC is to get you connected. If you want to get connected to the same type of mentorship relationship that Justin has, we have men across the country that are virtually 
ready, standing by to be mentoring you, discipling you. We have groups that we can get you connected to, just as Justin was discussing. We have a weekly call for young uh, business guys that we can get you connected to. And finally, we have um, a a box there that you can check when you put your information in that says, I want to learn more about what it means to be a Christian. We don't have it all figured out, okay? If you need to process through that, check that box. But visit YCBGuy, Y is in young, C is in Christian, B is in business, guy, G-U-Y.com, YCBGuy.com to get you connected into our community. So today, June 16th, 2020, I am John Harrison, your host. Thanks for tuning in to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC. Remember, stay on purpose, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you.